When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello. I'm Willem, and we are counting down to the crown. <laughs> Welcome back to Newsmax. Okay. Last week, you competed in your biggest challenge to date, starring in RuPaul's music video for The Beginning, featuring hairography, chiffonography, a courtroom acting scene, and sped up lip syncing. Tensions ran high, and Roxy and Jinx butted heads in the workroom before the final runway. Each queen pleaded their case to become America's Drag Superstar, and you lip synced, but then... Destiny turned on a dime. Mm, she did. Nothing happened. RuPaul uh, said she the ro- the race was too close it's too to tight. make a decision. She needed it's the viewers' close. help. It's too close. I haven't made a decision. I can't. Um, and so we're just one week away from crowning a new Drag Race superstar. Whose team are you on? Alaska, Team Jinx, or Team Roxy? I'm, uh, I'll say I'm on Team Alaska. Oh, why, thank you. Well, the only thing to do when you're left on a cliffhanger of not knowing who the winner is. Clip Clip show! show. (laughs) (laughs) Two things you could do at a point like this. Clip show or suicide drag. I mean, girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Um, Um, They're really making a... uh, It's like... Someone giving you uh, a cow's ear and saying, can you make boots, a purse, and a headband, please? Because, like, honestly, like, they're making, they're stretching this out. This is, this episode has more fluff than a jar of marshmallow fluff. And, um, you know, it's like you have a little bit of meat, but you got breadcrumbs, so make a meatloaf. So this is a loaf. 
this episode. Yes, but I, Not much I'm meat. going to stay. And there's a reason we're doing this as an episode. First of all, it, it matches up with the time frame of us starting season 13. But second of all, second. It's this is a good clip show. I love the concept. I love the newsroom feel of it. And they do. Yes, there is a lot of like recap and revisiting. But they do she show cap. a lot of she cap. <laughs> I'm a she capper, not a recapper. Right. Um, they do show a lot of new stuff and interesting stuff that I forgot about, definitely, and that I'm sure a lot of viewers forgot about. Uh, um so well, so we're gonna dedicate this episode to the, the stars recap. of tomorrow. <laughs> Keep your eyes on and- because you'll never I don't want to give away any secrets, but there might just be a correspondence uh, spot by someone. Secrets? Here. Secrets. Oh. Secrets. Oh. There Even are I- countdown correspondents, Latrice Royale, Sharon Needles, and Willem. Wow. I'm a star again. She's back My on return TV. to the stage. So when did the falling out officially happen? Because they were still letting you on productions at this time. (laughs) The falling out officially happened uh, for the first time when uh, All Stars 2 was filming. And that's Mm. when I was the one that inadvertently leaked Mm. that it was indeed filming. Even everybody knew it. That was the last time they talked to me willingly, I'd say. After that, I was Uh. off the email list. So I don't know when. I feel like that was after, after this or something. But... Uh, the lines were very scripted. They would not let us change them. It was very rigid. Um, and then when we got there, we all had problems with our outfits because no one had told us it was green screen. So Latrice, Latrice had a dress that had Shit. teal AB stones on it. Uh-huh. So it, it was luckily like a Roxy Andrews um, type of like final three dress where it had a cape like that she could easily put over her shoulder and hide all the gemstones and all mm. the rhinestone work. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she did that. Sharon had to change something, but she had all trash anyway and all like new Jeffrey Mack stuff. She was good at that point. She she had tons of shit to wear, all of it dirty, but all of it beautiful. Um, yeah. And me, I had a tiger swimsuit with green in it and then mm. a metal jacket with like leather and studs on it. But you can't really wear a jacket. It, no, it was <laughs> it was not a full metal jacket. Oh, bolero. Um, uh, it was a bolero bolero. leather jacket. Um with studs and you can't really wear stones or shiny or metal things so I had to take that off too so I'm like up there in a leotard looking not like a correspondent and for a background they gave me a dirty alley like I was some hooker everybody got nice backgrounds Latrice is at the beach and I'm a fucking hooker in a garbage alley I mean what would you have requested you probably a cleaner alley a hooker alley (laughs) (laughs) You know what? My, I can't even place my finger on all the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent it will take to win this show, but something tells me that some girls don't have it. If I had to put my finger on it, I would probably have to wash my finger afterward. Um, You'd uh, also have to put on a nail. Honey, and Hi. why don't you drop your dress off at the cleaners before you wear it on stage? Because they hmm. can also do tailoring there, too, darling. Hmm take that hem up so maybe you could get around a little more easily in it and not be so holly hoppy on the runway. <laughs> Taylor Dane, she was the popcorn on Mass Singer. I was right. Oh, work. Congratulations. You should be on Mass Singer next. Do you know Rita Vega's gonna be on um Big Brother Canada? 
Big Brother, French Canada. Amazing. That'll Continue. be fun. Continu- continuing RuPaul's legacy work through Brooklyn, Lynn Heights, through Montreal's exactly. Rita Bega. Um, well, the first thing that happens on this episode, of course, is the Ru play. And they make this sort of like a football graphic kind of thing. Like, oh, this queen gets knocked out by this person and this person. We're going to go ahead and just breeze right over this because I, I, we all know who went home in what order. But yeah, we just, talked about it for hours. Just to get their names um, in our mouths because I do love every single one of these divas. Penetration. Hits the so house first. Um, why don't you say one word that corresponds to them that comes to you when you hear their name? And I'll, I'll read their name. Penetration. Uh, uh, Cincinnati. Serena Chacha. Books. <laughs> Monica Beverly Hills. Uh, hair. Honey Mahogany. Captain. Vivian Pinay. Nooch. Linacia Sparks. Excellence. J. Joe Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy Winters. Uh, hot air balloon. Alyssa <laughs> Edwards. Back rolls. Coco Madrids. Uh, Doritos. Detox. Cocaine. There. See that? That was Ten. all the Rue cap. That was all the Rue play we needed. Yeah, the, the, this show is great because they show a lot of fan art um, that the queens received throughout yes. the season, really highlighting the influence of the internet and the fandom starting. I, I mean, I feel like season four kind of birthed the whole like using the internet with the pick your favorite mm-hmm. Sharon, Chad, Alaska, and season five really took that and ran with it as evidenced by RuPaul listing the their social medias on Twitter, Pinterest, getglue.com, wow report. Like she literally yeah. gives off uh, my browser history. From um, 2009. Yeah, exactly. And I love that they they uh, they show fan art because there's like there's so much amazing fan art and fan artists out there who are um, celebrating the divas and the dolls. So we love to see that. Do you um, have any favorites? I think my favorite fan art fan arter is um, one of them is Painkiller Cam. He makes really great ones. A guy named Travis Balagut. Hmm. I have so many favorite ones, but. My current favorite one that people keep sending me is um, it's like a horse sculpture that someone put like hair and a dress on. Like it's it's like a sculpture, like it's real and it's really, really beautiful. I think it's made of wax or something, but it says, hey, girls, my name's Alaska. It looks fucking just like me. Work, and I pop. love it. Yes. Love um, so now it's time for the Shade, Shade Tracker, Tracker 2013. 2013. Wow, what a different year that was. Now, this um, is a new model. They had some uh, some quirks and some things they had to work out in the Shade Tracker 2012. Helen Hunt got her hair caught in it. Oh, work. Okay. Um, they show some shady moments between Alyssa and Coco. Um, uh, there were many, many shady moments between Alyssa and Coco. Um, the, I mean, anytime any of them opened their eyes, there was like, anytime some someone... Anytime Alyssa did well, they cut to Coco. Anytime Coco did yeah. well, they cut to Alyssa. And same thing in reverse when they were bad. So, like, they honestly got the the gift that kept on giving when Alyssa and Coco walked on set that, that year. Yes. And, you know, a show would not run if there was not conflict. Yeah. 
Right, is- you you backstabbing bitch, Willem. I don't know where you used to pod, but around here, we use code drag. <laughs> Shady, bitch. We don't go for pills and booze in the podcasting world. Are you reading your journal again? Why don't you? I'm going to go out the same way I came in. Oh, at least I never married one of those fags. Okay. Fags um, can be so touchy. <laughs> that little tramp makes me feel 10 feet tall. <laughs> um, All of these reads could have been sufficient for the RuPaul roast. Uh, they show a lot of the unseen jokes. Um, one of my favorite things about recapping season five this year, this year on Race Chaser with you was you telling me all the unseen behind the scene tea. Were there any RuPaul roast jokes that didn't make it that you think should have or were a little too blue for the Ru? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, I think I was, I think the one that, the one I said, uh, the one I said on the roast was, uh, RuPaul, your music is so gay. I downloaded your, uh, wait, fuck. No, your music is so terrible that when I downloaded it, my iPod killed itself. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's not okay now because of suicide triggers. You said my, you could have said my iPod called the Trevor Project seeking guidance. Just like a recap episode, we've really covered so much ground already. I mean, the significant discourse and discussion we've had just in this first segment you should tune back in after After this this short break break for more of this This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if- all good. 
if you have slumber parties if uh lots of, i love a helix party uh and we are the helix girls and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies but if you don't know you could take a helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes they've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good. I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Uh, the chic happery is back, and um, I have. We haven't talked about everything that Bear's talking about because right now I think it would be um, a gross oversight for me to overlook this strawberry what? sweetheart ponytail that you're wearing. And is this, oh. yeah, is this a new vanity or one of the old vanities? It's new. It's is, the new film lace. Oh, is and yeah. I wasn't sure if that was a tinsel topper or just your natural radiance glowing. Um, uh, well, it's a little of both. I also haven't uh, washed my hair in several weeks, which creates sort of a tinsel sparkle effect. Some girls just put their highlighter right up into their wig. <laughs> Girl, can yeah! can we can we talk about the season 13 girls? Because me and a couple of uh, people that I know have been going back and forth in the group chat saying, oh, so she wanted to draw her eyebrow underneath her lace because you can see one girl's eyebrow underneath her lace, like at least an inch. So what? What's the big deal? I just wanted to. I wanted to congratulate her for just you know showing. Yes, I have an eyebrow that can go to my ear. I've done that. I have this one unit where the lace overlaps where my eyebrow normally goes, and sometimes I, if I want to get really fancy, I draw the eyebrow over top the lace. That's how you know you're dedicated to drag. Oh, illusions! That's like casting illusions and steely icy glances. Well, your illusion gets a D because it's a delusion. Your eyebrow should never be seen through your lace. I don't think. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, some of us. Paint a little outside the, the face, you know, into yes. the scalp. <laughs> yeah, some of us do. Yeah, I, that's I got some girls need that hard paint, paint back uh, to the ears. Girl, some of us enjoy that. So the next thing that happens is Latrice is in a tropical storm. That's fun. <laughs> um, she tells the girls to stop blaming the edit and then introduces a clip package of some of the most heartwarming moments of the season. Uh, we get Alyssa's dad message, Monica coming out as trans, Jinx feeling like she abandoned her brother, Roxy, um, and the story with her mom leaving her at the bus stop. Um, we, and- we as gay people, we get to choose our bottoms. Did you see that clip of us doing <laughs> it that? It was hilarious. Who did that? Lee Dawson. Oh. Lee Dawson deserves 
the Peabody. Honestly, I'd love to, I'd love to invite him to work for us to pee on your body. Oh, uh, yeah, that <laughs> put in some work. Um, now if you took Alyssa's dad, Monica, Jinx's oh brother, and Roxy's mom and put them together in a wild sitcom with <laughs> Leslie Jordan, you would have Logo's newest hit. I think. I mean, all those people are... Um, all right. <laughs> I don't even know what, what to say to that. Monica would be the breakout star. She would get a spinoff. Roxy's mom wouldn't show she up. She would. Jinx's brother um, would fall asleep, probably. He got narcolepsy, too, I bet. And um, Alyssa's dad would be great, you know. Um, Total dad vibes. Um, So now they start going through the final three in alphabetical order. So I'm one of those girls with an A name, honey. So I'm always in the very first. Hey, girls. Her name's alphabetical. Um, Yeah. So noted facts about Alaska Louise Thunderfuck. Mm -hmm. She is from Pittsburgh, more specifically Erie, Pennsylvania. She auditioned Mm. for every season of RuPaul's Drag Race, including casting special pop-ups and tip spots, only Mm. to have her boyfriend, Sharon Needles, win last season. Her hi is infectious. Mm Mm-hmm. She has formed cliques before, notably Rolaska Talks, but then she diverted and went solo. Her comedy stood out all competition. And RuPaul begs the question, are you Team Alaska to the nation? Um, Yes, all those things are um, things that are that happened back then uh, back, back. <laughs> dipper's like what are you cunts doing with this <laughs> episode i think everyone's having a great time what Listen. are you cunts doing i can say that during this season i was definitely not team jinx i thought she was super talented <gasps> but i didn't think that i wanted to look at her for a year in pictures um i would have rather looked at you or roxy so okay that I was definitely uh, I was definitely on your team for sure. Well, I thank you and uh I thank you for your vote of confidence, but it was not my moment. No, not at all. Uh-uh. But who yeah. knows anything could happen. Uh we don't want to give away any spoilers. We haven't gotten to the finale yet. Um celebrities now this is a this is a new piece of information that's presented on this episode celebrities love drag race very much and they tweet about it. So they showed some tweets from uh, some famous people, um, Adam Lambert, Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Minaj, Sally Jesse Raphael. I feel like they're all future judges, too. Adam judged in season six. Uh, mm. Nikki judged in season mm-hmm. 12, I think, when she told yeah. Heidi her face was... Um, yeah. Uh, and I feel like Sally Jesse Raphael did a pop-up somehow. Didn't she? No? Maybe? Um, uh, you know, I and I, I can't remember if I'm remembering this because she they show a little video clip of her on this clip show. Because she had red hair, right? At this point? Yes. And she says, I love Jinx so much. You're very special. Um, so fuck my drag. Um, no, just kidding. <laughs> really kidding. Deeply. Um, Willem appears in an alleyway to read tweets from an iPad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Ru- RuPaul these are funny. prefaces. Excuse me. These were really funny. Uh, you thank did a you. great job. W- uh, was this improv or was it all scripted? No, it was deeply scripted, and they would not let me add anything. Even the episiotomy line, because that seemed very you. That was me. 
They would okay. let me add things. So maybe a couple skit scats here and there. They let you. They they if it wasn't too blue, they let <laughs> us stay in. You know, RuPaul went ahead and said that the opinions from Willem do not reflect the opinions of RuPaul Inc., Logo TV, President Obama, or Tuckahoe Prison for Ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I share opinions with President Obama because his. Now that I'm a reader, <laughs> I couldn't finish Nicole Byers' book, so I picked up Obama's Promised Land. That's 700 pages. And Nicole Byers is mostly pictures, but I, I still need to finish that, but I misplaced it. But I feel like I do uh, share opinions with him and many of the prisoners from Tuckahoe Prison for Ladies. What about RuPaul's School for Girls? <laughs> well, I was on Drag U, so I feel like I share some opinions with um, RuPaul Inc., too. Ruko. It's a miracle. Drag, drag U. Um, Are you ready for me? Underrated. Deep in the Lake Titty Caca Valley. There lives a school. <laughs> this is a Fading fun episode. on a girl <laughs> with RuPaul oh. in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but why is she looking at RuPaul in the eyes? Merle Ginsburg's gone. <laughs> She's moving, moving on. on. Um, <laughs> flashback <laughs> to the flashback episode. Oh my God. Ru- RuPaul throws into a clip package of herself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. internet Ru-cappers talking about the episodes. Um, yeah. And this is kind of when I feel like everybody started to do a, a recap. I'm going to get on and talk yeah. about the show, which isn't a bad idea because it's a lot of people's favorite TV show. And um, Trixie even went on to become a recapper on something else. She re- she recapped, I think, American Horror Story. And then they wrote her into an American Horror Story episode, mm. like as some yeah. sort of drag queen. So like recapping and recapping, go ahead and do it. And if you got one, let us know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not really my style to go back and watch Drag Race and like just talk rehash about it and like discuss it. It's not really yeah. like my thing. Like, I don't, I don't think I would do that ever. But um, you don't want to be the race chaser every Wednesday and Friday. Um, Ding! Oh, no. we have a soundboard. We don't have to do our sounds anymore by mouth. We were showing. Um, they showed. Uh, Isis Mirage and Coco Ferocia, who did Throw in Shade, which the is the original highs. Yes, that's where I got Heine from, was from them. And they showed them on this recap, which I thought was a really cool moment. I hung we out with them in London in like 2012. They came from like Gibraltar. Yes. Or, and they were so much fun. We had such a kiki in the back of a cab and at Jody Harsh's yeah. party. They're great girls. Um, the celebrity Such amazing divas. We love them. Deep friends of the pod. The celebrity guest stars. Oh, this is like when they show the celebrity guest judges, but it's like kind of behind the scenes, like when the cameras are down. Um, one of the ones is RuPaul says, George Katsiopoulos is here. What are you going to do? Arrest me for smoking? Because my pussy's on fire. <laughs> and like George Katsiopoulos is like, he just was cracking up so much and did not know how to respond. <laughs> RuPaul. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and- 
one of the Pointer sisters said, I don't know what you're talking about, Santiago. Santiago <laughs> was like, uh, my name is Santino. No, but, yeah. I love that. She said, I need something hard and white. <laughs> Damn, work. <laughs> um, the, the celebrity guest stars are amazing. Did, did any of them... Uh, did any of them stand out in your mind from like moments that they could have shown that they didn't from like downtimes? Um, uh, well, I'm glad they didn't show Latoya Jackson calling me a sad bridesmaid. I'm, no, I'm they not... glad they didn't show that. She um, is a noted enemy of the pod. And if you would like to identify other noted enemies of the pod, I suggest you go to mybestjudymerch.com and pick mm-hmm. up a necklace. And throw it on a bitch who's not a friend. That's right. Um, or if you want to be a friend of the pod, you can get a necklace that says friend of the pod. Or if you just want to say race chaser, you can get a necklace that says race chaser. Girl, that race chaser is in rose gold, too flattering on any skin tone, any size. It's too, if, if your neck's too fat, put it on your ankle. That's right. I'm wearing mine. Right now. Well, it's all you would have all it's much more than you were wearing in the workroom when you were flopping that piece around playing all horse cock helicopter. Honey, why did I now this is weird because I remember doing it on the first day in the sombrero. Like that was like I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm in the workroom. Helicopter like, Helen. But I don't remember doing it again on the Red for Filth. Day. Well, you did. Alaska, put your dick away. I on mean, drag race. Bitch, if mine was that big, I would be wrapping around my wrist, rhinestoning it. Yeah, no, you didn't see shit. It was blurred. You don't know what I, you don't know. You don't know my journey, Honey, my truth. Growing up in Philadelphia, I could see your piece all the way from Erie, darling. Your piece is you legend. Know. You Legendary pieces. You don't know the secrets in my spires. Um, <laughs> the spires were condemned. They fell down in 1947. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and we'll get more into this riveting recap? <laughs> I don't know if we could get more in depth without a shovel or a backhoe of some sort. You know what? We will be right back, Ho. Bye. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, so many speaking, quotable queens in season five. Yes, quote and quotables. Quote and uh, quotables. We suck yes, all of them queens. Right. Uh, and then RuPaul gives us hashtag shit my girls say. And there's a few standouts that we really were saying a lot. This happens when you're on a season of Drag Race. You all start saying the same phrases yeah. at each other Chad drag tried, queens do this we tried, tried to get dust to happen oh she did <laughs> she tried to get dust to happen hard um, not on tonight uh, uh-huh. and certain things be- further transfer into the drag lexicon body adi adi mm-hmm. which was stolen from ballroom mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. stop relying on that body I've had it that mm-hmm. for sure is from this one not on yes. tonight. I feel like was popularized by season five. Also, not on tonight. Yeah. Now they can come for me, but not on tonight. No, no, no. I no, mean, no the no. judges are not going to come for me. Not on tonight, darling. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we profile our next top three diva. Her name is 
um, Jinx Monsoon. I wonder what Jinx thinks of this. Um, uh, she started drag at 14 with a wig from her grandmother. And shockingly, she's still wearing it. Yes, she that's, is. That's the crazy part. Um, <laughs> most of most of her critiques uh, were about fashion and makeup this season. But all of her performance stuff have kind of put her in the edge as a front runner. Her snatch game performance, yeah. her uh, her telenovela performance, which was somehow over the top and not insulting. I feel yeah. like at the same time. Um, so it could maybe be monsoon season. Plus, who doesn't love an underdog? Exactly. Um, then they have a particularly shady moment where it's like fashion do's and oh, she no, she better don'ts. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like put a big red X on some of the girls like runway looks like Serena Chacha's soft sculpture. But Jinx that was is- terrible. That helped okay. the outfit when they put the X over it. Okay, well, uh, Jinx's executive realness. They put a big red X on that. Monica's floral outfit, which I don't think was deserving of a red X. Yeah, me neither, that one. And all of Honey Mahogany's caftans. I don't think they all did. I don't think we needed a rapid fire red X. I mean. Okay, I felt offended watching. I, I was like, do, do we really? I mean, this is a filler episode. Do we really need to like put red X's on people's? fucking runway appearances um i wouldn't i don't i don't like this line of questioning where you're critiquing the show like this like i've who would do that that's that's not what the show is about we don't talk badly about this show that is not not what i came here to do is about um the reward best though i heard the winds there's winds in the willems too i had kidney beans last night Girl, you've got flatulence. Um, the fashion do's, shockingly, not shockingly, because Rue looked sickening this season. Rue wore it best. Yeah. Rue yeah. definitely wore it best. A lot of the the gowns this season, the leopard dress, that red one that she wore with the rose on her shoulder, um, the so neon good. one, like mm-hmm. she turned it this season. They were they were peeing all over this season. Matthew on the hair and makeup. Zaldi on the garments, really, really doing a great job. And that was all brought to you by Peanut Butter by RuPaul. Must be jelly because jam don't shake. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon oh, Needles. Oh, wow. This is an exciting episode. <laughs> oh, so, God. A little Just scent to... bird brings Sharon Needles into the studio. Um, yes. Probably running on. Um, she. I'm sure the night before that she filmed this, she was out with Chanel Perillo. At Mickey's. You can uh, bet. That's a safe bet. Did you say grab a bag or you can bet? Uh, wow. <laughs> um, Sharon definitely wants little pound cake to win, which is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very funny. But the and little pound cake doll is available on alaskathunderfuck.com. That's alaskathunderfuck.com. I have right? heard that there were limited quantities and, uh, and uh, supplies were running low, so they better get them now. I, I would recommend that, yes. I heard I it. I don't know if it's true, but I heard. I, I would recommend getting it as soon as possible. And that's... It talks. Um, and it's it's uh, a human blend hair on that doll model, correct? Yeah, it is. Um, heat resistant. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Yeah, good. yeah. Um, um, sh- 
Sharon talks about that she just did an album called PG-13, and that's available. And then she says there's lots of other um, Drag Race girls who have done music. And then they do like a rapid fire of a bunch of girls' singles. I don't think it's fair to call all these songs music, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there are some great ones, though. Uh, there's um, one of my favorites is... Um, Raja Sublime is really good. Sublime's good. Feeling I do like so Sublime. Mimi on first is song um Queen. I'm a be a Queen. Remember that song? That's a good one With by XL. XL, yes. That was a good one. Um there's the de- Queen. Queen. That's there's really good. The um hit Boy is a Bottom by DWV. Oh yeah, that yeah. you got a shout out. Shout out. Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale, the chop. Uh-huh. Um and Wait, also Shangela's did... working girl. What? How did the chop the chop got on there? I thought that was after All Stars. Because All Stars happened be- right before season five. So it yeah, it, oh. it would have come out. Oh recently. yeah. I, I only did one episode of that. I forgot about it. You're right. Um, uh, Shangela's Working Girl, it was also mentioned. And that is a song that is used by so many drag queens and has a huge cultural impact. Like, you go to any show, anywhere, somebody's doing a mix with Shangela's Working Girl. I think Miley Cyrus used it in the VMA mix, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I I remember that. And I was like, Shangela, is that your song? And she was like... Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um Rue uh, Rue says you can vote with your pocketbook so get off your ass, go to a club and support your local drag queens. And I I further echo this statement because I I remember when everybody was like mad about Rue girls coming into towns and like and just like being shitty to people. So I always think like when people can name like 12 or 20 Rue girls but can't name like 10 or even two local girls that they love. It's one of those problems. So, like, think of other songs and music that isn't, like, drag race related and support them, too. There's so many good ones, especially some good Rainbow Spotlights. There's an artist who has a song called, um, what is it called? It's about Christmas. What's your song called, bitch? It's called Wave, Let It Snow. Wish, Let It Snow. <laughs> what are you talking about? My new Christmas holiday single that just yeah. came out. Yeah, what's the it's name called of it? Let it snow. That it's is that the one the video's for too with work yeah. in it? Yeah. Oh, yes. what was the video with you in the pool then? Wasn't that your winter song too? You have uh, the, so much music, bitch. The pool? No, that was a summer song. I thought they. That. Yeah, but I thought they put <laughs> snowflakes over that, and then you did another one about that, or it was the same producers. It is the same producers. Okay, see, you're just so booked. Don't you laugh. You know... I was busy watching this recap episode taking notes, so I'm sorry I didn't hear your new single, Mary. (laughs) Listen, I would love nothing more than to follow RuPaul's advice and go to a club and support local drag queens right now. Like I wish I wish that was a thing right now. And when the world... Um, gets its shit together and we're able to do that again. I simply cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm going to resurrect Parliament House in my Palm Springs backyard. All right. Parliament House West. 
Yes. Uh, and, um, and there will be the signature sticky linoleum. Right. And speaking of Parliament House, then we get a profile of top three Queen Roxy Andrews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Southern Knights is, girl. She, she is a pageant queen from Orlando, Florida. She lost she, 70 pounds before coming on the show. She was part of Rolaska Talks. Careful, she did Netflix. a wig reveal during her lip sync, and she can perform. Sickeningly. <laughs> Sickening. Um, the this this I don't know. Do you think she would be considered a big girl? It's so weird because like I don't I I don't know that she she repped that. Like, did she? Was she like if I win, I'm gonna be the first big girl? Yeah, but we told Courtney that too to fuck with her head. <laughs> so no, Roxy said it in her Tic Tac lunch with Rue. She did. But, but then she sort of used her tagline she was like be the big girl you know thick and juicy just she's sort of like right yeah well you know there's never been anyone like roxy andrews and there never will be and um she's a phenomenal contestant and we love her very much yeah um we're gonna take a break okay (laughs) bye no i mean i'm leaving the show Came from Seattle with a dress and a dream. The sleeper fan favorite and champion of season five, Jinx, Jinx Monsoon. Here to take us on a journey with her opinions, memories, and thoughts on season five. Let's find out what Jinx, Jinx thinks. Now, I've always said that the most difficult time is after you've filmed it. And that period until it first airs. So, what was it? What was it like for you doing during that period? Uh, the top three happened. We knew we were gonna have a fucking year off. What was that time period in your life like? Well, lucky for me, um, at the same time I got cast on Drag Race, I also got cast in Rent in Seattle at the so um, Kings. The Fifth Avenue Theater, which is like, it's one of those, you know, local theaters. Yeah, it's one of the local theaters where they preview a lot of shows um, before they take it to Broadway. So if I hadn't got on Drag Race, I would have just happily, you know, done rent at the Fifth Avenue Theater and hope that I would get cast in another show. Like um, right after Rent, they did or right before. Anyway, they did Aladdin at some point, and they took some of the Seattle actors who originated the roles in uh, Aladdin in Seattle. Then they got to travel with the show to New York and perform it on Broadway. So my hope was eventually I would originate a role in a new musical and they would take me to Broadway and that would be my in. So I didn't want to give up that because it was kind of my like safety net. So I Mm -hmm. worked it out with them for me to take the time off to film Drag Race. And um, what that meant was on every day off, you know, we get one day off a week that was spent 
um, learning all my lines for rent and getting off book and learning all my songs. Oh my so God. literally I filmed Drag Race and I fly home and the next day I had to go into rehearsal at 9 a.m. Oh for rent. Oh my God. Uh... And I was actually really, really grateful for this because I, um, I had a huge distraction. There was no time yeah. to sit around and think about what happened on Drag Race because I jumped wow. right into my next thing. Yeah. And Rent was a really great experience and I loved it. And then right after Rent, I did um right after Rent, I did Hedwig and the Angry Inch. So I had another um distraction. And then Weren't you like, the youngest Edna Turnblad too? <laughs> I <laughs> I played Velma von Tussle, and I don't know oh. if I was the youngest, but um, I think I was the first, you know, um, uh, assigned male at birth person to to play um, Velma von Tussle, the first drag queen in any case to to play Velma von Tussle. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it was. I was rehearsing Hedwig. I had a press day or or a um, a promotional day for Hedwig the day that the announcement came out for Drag Race, and it was of course, you know. T- uh, ticket sales for Hedwig just like skyrocketed after I got announced on Girl. Drag Race. Um, so I had a lot of distractions, but I also had a lot of, as you can guess, anxieties. I I had to call my mom, and without telling her everything, I had to kind of prepare her that like you know yeah. I'm gonna out you as an alcoholic. <laughs> Let's do the healing now. <laughs> it was you know it was really stressful because it was just like. I decided to let it all hang out and like really just be very candid and open on Drag Race. So it meant that I had to prepare certain people in my life for like, hey, everything is, you know, like I really shared my life story on Drag Race. So I don't want you to be shocked when when the episode airs and I, um, you know, talk about this stuff. What I will say is my mom and I went on a very long journey post-drag race. And now it's like, you know, eight years later, my mom's doing better than she's done in years. You know, like in the last couple Mm -hmm. of decades, basically, my mom's in a really, really good place. My family's all in a really good place. We're all doing really, really well. And my mom, I, I... like every three or three to six months, I'll feel guilty about that, like airing our dirty laundry on TV and I'll call my mom and we talk about it. And the last time we talked about it, she just said she has zero regrets for the way everything happened, because if it hadn't happened, she might not have gotten better. And because we because I kind of forced us to have the conversation by bringing it up so publicly, you know, we are in a better place than we would have been if I hadn't addressed it. And, and she's done the work on herself so that we could have the relationship that we now have. But it did mean, you know, like it took a lot of work. It took a lot of heartache yeah. and it took um, a lot of very open conversations that we hadn't previously had. So neither that. of us have any regrets about it. And I'm really just happy that my mom is, is chill with it because she feels appreciative that like we got to a better place because of it. All right, we're back. This is a filler. Listen, the clip show is a filler episode, and the only filler I'm interested in is Juvederm comes out of a syringe. XL. Yes. Yeah. Um. But as no, an ex- no, no. as I, an exercise in ego, RuPaul interviews herself, <laughs> and. <laughs> and God. God. 
bitch. What? Listen, I'm trying to defend this episode as much as I'm talking shit. There are cute bits. And Go I get this... your district attorney wig from the last episode and try to defend this, but I, you can't. I'm, I'm calling up Gloria Allred and we are going to put together an ironclad case. <laughs> what about an iron fist case? <laughs> Ding! Ding! Um, honestly, I'm on this episode and I can still say it sucks. But oh um, this, this, this Rue on Rue interview is... Um, doesn't shed light on anything, but it, it's it's kind of frothy and time fillery. But RuPaul does look beautiful. I will say that. If I I'm trying to find one nice thing to say about RuPaul every episode, at least it's a quick little bit, and RuPaul gets to kind of make fun of herself. Like the yeah. out of drag RuPaul asks the in drag RuPaul, "What was up with your lighting in season one? How old are you? Are those your real teeth?" And then RuPaul says, "Girl." Don't try it, little boy. She's the, she quotes Coco Montrese. Coco Montrese. So I thought this was a funny bit. It was cute. Yeah, it's great. Um, it it shows that she can laugh at herself, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we're treated to untucked the lost episode. So this is what happened after the top three, I guess. Right? Yes. Now, and did this happen before you... Sorry for interrupting. Did this come out before you guys went back out on stage at some point? Was there a real deliberation or was she just saying, go backstage and sit and talk now? How'd that no, work? There was, there was. It was. It took place at the same time a normal Untucked episode would take place. But, you know, there's only three individuals, so they can't stretch that to be a full episode of Untucked. So they sort of embed it into this episode, which is smart because it also advertises the fact that Untucked is a separate show that's very compelling to watch. Have you ever been in a situation where you haven't been able to sit in a gown? Oh, yeah, this is so funny because the because Jinx and, Jinx and Alaska are sitting down on the couches normally like in Untucked. And Roxy is standing there perfectly straight up and never sits down the whole time because her dress is, I mean, I imagine it has like corsetry built into it. It's covered in stones and sequins and beads. All and bad. Have I been in it? I've been in outfits that I could perch in and nothing more. Purge? Perch. Oh, perch. I was like, you could purge some things from that closet, I'm sure. <laughs> Never. Um, so this this untucked draws back to some of the comments that were made on the last episode of the show, including the one where um <laughs> where uh Roxy said that uh her competitors didn't exhibit the same qualities of having grace, professionalism, and beauty. And you reply with Oh, so oh, so we don't have beauty and grace mm-hmm. to Roxy. What did Roxy say to that? Girl, it was our last day. I mean, <laughs> it was our last day at summer camp. We were just cutting up and forget. so I was like, oh, so oh, so we don't have beauty and grace. Oh, so that's what I was. We were just fucking with each other. Like we oh. were just. This was the last day of fucking school, and we were done. We were just having a good time. Jinx didn't um, want to talk poorly about the girls on stage. No, she didn't. Now, Roxy apologized for being aggressive to Jinx and you during the competition. Were there any moments where mm-hmm. she was aggressive towards you that you didn't feel? Because all of it, to me, when she says stuff to you, that feels like friendly fire, but it doesn't feel like it's actually meant. It was getting a little, I mean, it was getting heated in that very last, that the those last couple of days. It was getting heated, and I know that was Roxy it- was feeling the pressure. Heat safe or heat resistant? 
It, I well, I was heat resistant because I'm very like I just try to laugh it off and make a joke because I know she doesn't mean it. But yeah. it, it was it was mostly between um, Roxy and Jinx delicious. Now the the tech element of this episode is huge. You have three correspondents. You have Ru playing the RuPaul Drag Race version of Dragopolis on her phone. It's like Radio Shack Ru. She's got all the uh, all the technologies. Did you ever play Dragopolis? I, I remember that. I, for, I forgot about it until this episode. I did not, but I'm not like a big like phone gamer. Like I've never never played like Candy Crush or Pokemon or anything like that. Candy Muse Crush. <laughs> she um, should she should do a game where it's like ding ding, and then she comes yes. down from the top. Dum! That'd be yeah. sick name. That would yeah. be the fucking Candy Crush bitch. Her Meet the Queens was probably my favorite Meet the Queens ever. By the way, too. I sing. So I dance. I act. And I lie because I can't do any of that shit. <laughs> so funny. Like, honestly, so Candy Muse, uh, for sure. Uh, Candy for um, All-Stars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't you don't want her to win the season? No, I want more of her. Oh, okay. Well, Duh. Good. Yeah, it's the same reason I didn't want you to win. Um. Uh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> RuPaul also has various activities like juicing <laughs> carrots. She's icing a cake. <laughs> They're, they blat- just, they're blatantly telling the audience, look at us. We don't know what the... Here, we're going to give her some food to play yeah. with. Girl, this is this should have been a half-hour slap in the face. This should have been a half-hour delight instead of an hour-long slap in the face to everybody's intelligence. Like, we get and it. Then, I mean, speaking of this episode of the podcast... Um, oh. <laughs> no, but they different. sort of... That's different! This is sort of a predecessor to, um, in All-Stars, they do the, like, um, mundane activities when the girls are deliberating. They're like, well, you deliberate in the workroom. The judges and I will, um, like, I don't know, crochet thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know... Yeah. Paint each other's nails. Um, and it gives them a chance to like just do little bits, which is cute. This is sort of a predecessor to that. Now, we are lucky enough to witness the historic moment in um, in time where RuPaul introduces her new album, The Beginning, and the music video which accompanies it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This music video stars Jinx Monsoon, Roxy Andrews, and Alaska Louise Thunderfuck, 5000. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the music video? Do you often well, do unpaid extra work? Well, it shows you how good um, the choreography ended up being because they don't show any of the synchronized choreography in the music video, which as someone who has done music videos a few times, usually you usually you keep shooting it until you get one that you can use. I don't think we got one that you can use on that on that good day. God bless us. Yeah, no, the sync the synchronized choreography, it sank. What did you think of the guest judges all being on the jury? They were all green screened into being in the jury of the oh. uh Oh yeah, room. wonderfully camp. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, no, they got to find a way to work them all in. So I'm glad they found a way. Um, I thought this video compared to season five's video, season four's video was um, a miscarriage, a, oh. a, tra- a travesty. I think season four's video was so good. But stand out, we got to see RuPaul in her goddess look, just sort of doing her shake and bop and kind of dancing and, and performing to this song, which that that's always thrilling. 
because RuPaul is a vision and seeing her move around in any way and As and seeing is exciting to me. What what's the question? Is that look pants? Are they gold pants with like the, the yeah. like white over with the white over yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's the season yeah. four promo gold pant. She yes, I think so. It is a yeah. gold pant, and then with like white drapery over it, white yeah, goddess look. That's all it is. Yeah, drag will find a way. Um, I thought your was this your music video debut? Was this your first music video? I don't know. Didn't Riveting. Apologize. Come out before this. Oh yeah, did apologize? Apologize did come out before this. Apologize so came I out. Was... I think. So no, I was I was in Rupaulogize, and you were probably in uh, this club is a haunted house too, right? I don't think so. No, 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 no. No tip spots available that night. No, no, not that time. Well, um, the finale for season five of Drag Race will be covered next week. I can't wait to see how this turns out. We'll, we'll take a break on that one. <laughs> oh, wow, Ms. Montrees. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wise words, wise words. We live for some hot cocoa, and we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classic Class this week. I'm Willem, and I'm Alaska. We would love for you to write a review of our podcast. <laughs> Not <laughs> review a different episode. Re- don't no. review this episode. No. Um, you can go on your podcast app and don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a, a very favorable rating as well. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and at the Race Chaser Pod account is Race Chaser Pod. Plus, we have exciting video content, bonus video content available now at patreon.com slash Willem. Willem. It's pay to play, so you just choose a video you like, leave the coins on the dresser, and hit the door. You can search the Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. And you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And please That's right. wear a mask, wash your hands, socially distance yourself. We apologize for what we did to your ears this week and respect each other out in the world. Leave meeting. We're just gonna end the episode. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.